0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it
1: PG-13. Good... Good morning, Grinders. Welcome to DFS Free Game Show here on Roto Grinders. Uh, I'm, I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. Blenderhead, BlenderHD, if you want to follow me there on Twitter. And uh, this is the show where, uh, where it's guided by you in the YouTube chat. We talk about DFS strategy. We got, the, obviously, the NFL Sunday slate prices have been posted. We can take a little bit of a look at that, I guess. But it's kind of early Wednesday to take a look at, like, initial projections. We don't, I don't think we have much ownership. See what's going on. Uh, we got Champions League soccer this, this afternoon. If you want to play, people are like, oh, what's there to do on Wednesdays? Tuesdays and Wednesdays is Champions League soccer. You turn on Paramount Plus; they have a Golazo channel, and you watch the goals fly in, uh, and, and, and it's a pretty, pretty entertaining slate. You got some uh, world class players on it, so maybe, maybe I'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, but, uh, but I answer your questions in the YouTube chat, so give me those thummy thumbs. Give me the thummy thumbs on your way in the door. Hit the subscribe button if you're new. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live uh, today on on the, the the YouTube channel, I believe. Uh, we got uh, the, the OGs, uh, sports betting uh, show with, uh, with Beer Makers fan and Chopper and and Notorious. Uh, cast is also, that'll, that'll, that's going to be on the Soulcast YouTube channel. Then obviously Grinders Live and, uh, and Crunch Time for premium members. And as always, you can get a Roto-Grinders combo premium membership, all the sports, all the time. Get $10 off your first month by clicking on the link in the description see you guys in the chat suki sings they're always there but most of the time they're first good morning anthony golden matt Mears, shane newman colin lawson daniel hutchins matt noah major one-on-one sterling woods and brady brady sanders and then obviously uh eli uh highlighted right the producer producer eli okay let's see uh go through the youtube chat okay feel free to post whatever you want i mean i don't really know what to do on wednesdays because i think it's too early to look at like well how we're we gonna how we're we gonna strategize about sunday's nfl slate well i mean i barely know who's gonna be owned i think naji harris is gonna be the probably the highest owned running back of the slate uh if we take a look at the initial gridiron iq projections i think the uh the cowboys chargers game is going to be the highest owned game i think you're going to have cooper lamb keenan allen i think justin herbert or dak prescott uh zeke elliott at 6200 maybe uh austin eckler I, I think i think that will be the popular game of the week if we take a look at the the total in that game i think is like ridiculous uh 50 55 right now it, it's it's uh, a lot of a lot of the higher total games are actually the late game Right, if we take a look here. We go okay. That's Buffalo, Miami. That's like 20 uh, 48. Houston, uh, the Browns. That's 48. Cincinnati, Chicago. That's low 44 and a half. Patriots, Jets is low. That's 42 and a half. Uh, Jaguars, Broncos is fairly low, right? 40. It looks like 40, 44 and a half. Uh, 49ers, Eagles. Okay, 49 and a half. Uh, Rams, Colts is around what, 47 and a half. Uh, Pittsburgh. Raiders. Uh, that's 47 ish. Uh, saints Panthers is low 44 and a half. And then we have these four o'clock games where we got uh, like, uh, that looks like a 51 for Cardinals Vikings. We got, uh, 20, uh, so 51 and a half or so for Falcons and, and Buccaneers then Tennessee Seattle is around for 53 and a half and, uh, the Cowboys chargers 55. So, uh, if you think you're up early at the 1 PM games go on and you're like, th- I got the winner. I'm first in a GPP. All my guys have gone. I have no PMR, no nothing, you know, nothing like that. I don't uh, get got these games. It also makes for an interesting thing of like from a, from a late swap perspective. So for instance, even if you're rostering players from these later games, let's say you're stacking up, you know, you got, you got, you got four or five, six, six players out of these games. Like, but you may have some lineups, you know, some, some players from the earlier games, like maybe, maybe you're playing a, uh, uh, you know, a one-off uh, Bengals receiver, or uh, uh, you're playing a, a Jacksonville guy or whatever, whoever it could be Cooper cup, right. You're playing one of the Rams. They project fairly well, Higby Woods cup. Like, even though that's the only guy going in that line, like let's say Cooper cup duds and has like four points but like the rest of your lineup is like, well, I'm just, I'm, it's a cowboy stack with Keenan Allen run back, you know, maybe that's the time to, to maybe pivot. Right. Cause you know, you got one slot wrong. So now he's like, okay, now I'm going to go, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm gonna, and, but a lot of these, a lot of these stacks are going to be, I, I think these are going to be the chalkiest games. I mean, they're going to be the chalkiest regardless. You're going to pivot from, from the, the Cowboys to who, to the, the, the Cardinals who are also going to be popular. Right. Like, like, like I, I'm not sure what your pivots going be. Maybe maybe you play you try Brady, Brady Godwin, something like that. I mean, I'm just saying uh, the the four o'clock games, the late later games on Sunday slate are gonna be the key games. But don't but don't think that that you don't have to slate swap even if you're playing the later games. Okay, obviously you've been playing the earlier games. Let's say you stack something. You you stack say you stack the the, the Eagles or something. The Rams. Let's say you do the Rams. Right, you play Stafford, you play Higby, you play Cup. And let's say that does extremely well, right? Maybe you ran it back with, uh, you know, Mike, Michael Pittman or something. And let's say that all you guys hit, you have flame emojis and everything. Well, probably in the rest of your lineup, like, you, to, you know, just play the best players, right? If, you, if, you have, if, if you're taking leverage, like, oh, in that lineup I have, you know, Justin Jefferson instead of Amari Cooper or, Cooper or Lan. Just, just switch it. Just go, okay, I'll take Amari Cooper now. Right. Cause I'll, I'll take the, I'll take one of the higher-owned receivers that have the highest ceiling on the slate, the best projection as of that point. You already got, you got 32 at a cup. You got, you got 21 at a, at a Higby. You got 32 at a Stafford or something. You got 16 at a Pittman. And you're looking, you're looking pretty. You got like three slots, you know, remaining in your, in your roster. It's like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe you're pivoting, especially, especially playing smaller field or single entry stuffs under, under 5,000 entries or something. Like, you don't have to get nuts off, So it's like, just play the best plays at that point. Maybe in the milli or something, maybe you'd be like, oh, maybe I'm, I'm not going to play the Cowboys in that lineup either. Like you could do it that way. That'll give you an easier path to the first place. But I think the, the big thing this week is uh, paying attention to your lineups around, you know, 3 o'clock, 3.30 Eastern. You know, because these first two games will lock at 4.05 Eastern. And these two will lock at 4.25 Eastern. So like paying attention. Even, even if you have plenty of players from these later games, right? It almost seems like the afternoon-only slate. Like, the, the, the main slate feels like the afternoon-only slate. Like, the lineups that you'll build for the afternoon-only slate seem very similar to the ones, I guess, that you would build from the early, other than, like, Najee Harris. Like, I could see, shock-wise, in the early games, like Buffalo, maybe there'll be some digs right? Something, something, like maybe some, some, I mean, obviously Allen Diggs, Beasley type of type of combos. I don't see much on the, the the Dolphins getting that owned. Right. Then you have the Texans Browns. I think that'll be, that'll be low owned, even though the Browns are 30, 30 point total. Like maybe you have some Chubb, but I don't think he'll be that popular. I don't think Landry and Beckham and Hooper. I, I, I just don't, I don't think they can get much ownership. Then you get the, the bears and the Bengals. I think like Jamar Chase and Higgins and that, that the, the Bengals received Mixon. I guess, get a little bit of ownership, right? I don't think much on the bears Then the Patriots. I don't think Patriots jets may go completely on them. I don't know. If, I don't know if anyone's playing anyone from that. That'll be the lowest owned game on of the entire slate. It's also the lowest total. Then you got the Broncos and the Jaguars. Uh, I don't necessarily expect maybe Maybe I don't know what people are going to do with like a Tim Patrick or a I had Cortland Sutton because Judy's out, but I don't see that. I don't really see much ownership there. Then we get the, the Eagles 49ers. Uh, I think obviously Eli Mitchell may, may get some ownership. I'm not sure if it's warranted uh, the Eagles. I think Jalen hurts obviously with a Russian quarterback. Uh, they will get someone you get some, you know, hurts, hurts, Devonta Smith type of lineups. Okay. I could see that. I think the out of the early games, I think the Rams are the one that are more likely to be popular, Cup Woods Higby, maybe not Stafford, but individually, Cup Woods and Higby. I don't see much on the cult side. Uh, the Steelers; it'll be Naji. It'll be the Naji Harris show. I think Naji Harris may end up being the highest owned player on the entire slate. So you'll have that one big chalk piece there. So let's say you're playing a lineup without Naji Harris, and somewhere else, and Naji Harris puts up thirty points at thirty percent ownership. Well, then now, now you know that you have to, now, now it's time to take the Cowboys out of your lineups, right? Now it's time to, to hope the Cowboys chargers game busts. But let's say you have Najee Harris in your lineup, and he only gets six points in. You. Well, you're doing the same thing. You're like, well, now it's time to take the, you shouldn't, probably shouldn't have had Najee Harris and the Cowboys together, uh, unless, unless you have really weird stuff in, in the other spots. But now you can assess. I think that Najee Harris's score early, like early, not in, like in the first quarter, I'm saying by, by three 30 Eastern, by the time you're looking to swap, that'll be the key to what you're going to do with the four o'clock games with late swap. Cause I see the saints and the Panthers. Yeah. I guess Kamara will get some ownership. McCaffrey will get some ownership, but I don't, I don't think it'll, other than Najee Harris, I think a lot of that, the, the ownership at running back is going to get kind of spread out. And, and then when, when, once you, once you get all that information, now you, now you're able to, Build better lineups later, right? You could switch, but I mean, it's it pretty much to me. It's it's Cooper. I think Cooper Cup will be decently owned. You know, it'll be fifteen to twenty percent owned. I think Najee Harris will be twenty-five to thirty percent owned, if maybe even more. uh I mean, Diggs will probably get up to you know maybe fifteen or something. But you, how did the chalk pieces do? Do you have them or not have them in the lineup, and how do you switch? uh in the later games to the lower owned like maybe maybe you switch to Tennessee maybe you switch maybe the Falcons even though they are the low you know they don't look very good maybe I mean some just something else even hey maybe maybe you're switching over the Chargers but you're playing Mike Williams instead of Keenan Allen right you maybe you originally had uh you originally had Dak Prescott in you know a fairly chalky lineup right uh, D- uh Dak Prescott CeeDee Lamb Amari Cooper Keenan Allen something something like that and you go, okay, I'm gonna switch to Herbert plus Mike Williams and have Ezekiel Elliott as the run back. You're like, okay, that'll be the lower in combination. Then then you take that and you you throw in a you know a Godwin or you, th- you throw you are in a Julio Jones, you throw in a DK Metcalf, something that'll be a little bit a little bit less owned in comparison to the Cowboys wide receivers. So I think I think that's the case. If you're not if you're not gonna pay attention, uh by like, by 3.30 Eastern time, like if you, I'm going to be out, I'm going to be out at Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. I don't know whether Chuck E. Cheese is you're out your, of your kid's birthday party. I think you're you're giving up uh, a fair amount, especially this week. This is something you should be doing every week, okay? At 3.30 or so, d- deciding on where to swap in certain lineups, right? For GVPs especially. Uh, but I think it's more true now since they're, a lot of lineups are going to have a lot of slots open. Even in cash games, if you're playing cash games, I'm I'm assuming that in cash games you're going to have like you may only have maybe two people, maybe a defense or something from the early games, and then everyone else is in the late games. Like you're, you're probably you're probably playing at least one Cowboys receiver. You're probably playing at least one Charger. You're you're probably you're, you're, let's see, Minnesota. You're playing Dalvin Cook or something. You probably I mean, a significant amount of your lineup should be in the late games. I'm assuming. Like I said, it's Wednesday. That's why, like, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to talk about. There's no ownership. There's no nothing. Well, where am I going to get leverage? Well, I don't know where I'm going to have to get leverage from. I mean, obviously, if, we, if, if I could confidently say that Najee Harris is going to be very, very, very owned, uh, obviously, the leverage there is to play uh, the, the, one of the Pittsburgh uh, wide receivers. So I'm assuming, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be the type of thing where Najee Harris is 28% owned and uh, Deontay Johnson is, is 4% and Chase Claypool is 5%, though, and Juju is 1%. Like, something like that. But, if you know, if the Steelers put up 28 points against uh, the Raiders and no touchdowns go through Najee Harris, well, the best way to get leverage off of Najee Harris' lineups is to play a Pittsburgh uh, wide receiver. Now, of course, Pittsburgh could just put up nothing and the whole game busts. But, I mean, to me, that's the most obvious leverage point as of now. Obviously, the, uh, the I, I don't think there's anything in the Cowboys' Chargers game, that is much leverage. Maybe, like I said, Mike Williams, maybe, maybe a a Dallas tight end, right? Because I think Cooper will be owned, Lamb will be owned, and even Cedric Wilson at 3,100, he'll be owned. I think Eckler is going to be owned. I think, uh, I mean, maybe not high owned, but owned. Uh, I think Zeke is going to be owned. I think Allen's going to be owned. I think Mike Williams is still going to be owned, but be the lowest out of that bunch. That's why I'm like the lowest out of the bunch for for the Cowboys. Are the tight ends, and the lowest out of the bunch of the Chargers are probably. I mean, maybe they're tight end. Maybe like Donald Parham or something, or whoever. Whoever's playing tight end for the Chargers, like something like that. So at least think in terms of. Well, I'm gonna sw- I'm gonna swap out Ceedee Lamb for Dar- Dalton Schultz, and then upgrade some other position later. If you need to get different, and and if you're fine, if you have great great looking lineups. Then just pl- plug, it, plug in the chalk. You're probably, probably the best projected players and, uh, and block other people. Okay, doc. Let's go through the, the YouTube chat. Feel free to type in whatever you want. It's going to be a short show if you don't, or I'm going to start talking about soccer. And everyone loves when I start talking about soccer. Some people started playing yesterday. I got some messages. I said, oh, you, t- you showed some soccer. I tried it out for the first time. And, you know, you know they, they, they placed in a GPP, right? They cashed or something and they didn't know anything about soccer. Right, so we have projections here, so you you could use the projections. Just under, just understand median projection in soccer, and not are, are, are not are, are, the range of outcomes for players are much wider in soccer. The standard deviation of individual players are much different. Okay, this I think that the standard deviation for players in soccer may be more higher than in baseball, even right may even be higher than higher than in baseball. It's why. Because it's like, well, you have a Rudet Odor. It's like he's either going to strike out five times or hit a home run. He's, he's not scoring seven points. His median, his mean projection is seven, but he rarely scores seven. He scores zero or 14. Same thing in soccer. We have a lot of players that, oh, they have a projection of uh, of 12. And it's like, well, I mean, the way that a certain player plays, if, they, if they're, they're a set piece taking, active player, you know, gets a lot of peripherals, they get to 12 without a goal or an assist or anything. They could get there. Their range of outcomes is like seven, seven to 17, you know, like, like they're not going to get that few typically, but also their ceiling is capped. I mean, they can score a goal. So they're more likely to be around that mean number, but a goal still like typically center forwards are like, okay, this center forward is also projected for 12 points for whatever price. And you go, okay, well, what's the difference between the two players? It's like, well, one's going to score between like six and 18 and the others going to score between three and 21. Like, like you're going to get a lot of instances where that player like scores two points, right? Takes two shots and that's it. Doesn't score comes off at the 70th minute. And you're sitting there with some $8,000, $9,000 forward going, what the hell did I pay for this guy? While the other guy who is a similar price at midfield is, is, is you, you, you're checking your screen and you see like, Oh, 0.7. Oh, added more. Oh, another point, like throughout the course of the game. And then next thing you know, he has a, uh, you know, fifteen point four eight, and you're like, I didn't even. I barely saw him do anything, right? He didn't. He didn't shoot. He didn't have any shots, right? He just, oh, just a bunch of crosses and some free kicks, and you know, oh, that, well, that that's how you get peripheral points in, in uh, DK soccer DFS. So if you're going to use the roto grinders projections for soccer, just understand that the standard deviations of players are are much different. So, so I even if you don't know soccer, typically typically it's center forwards. They're in the forward position a lot of times. That that standard deviation is much higher, and if they're in the midfield and defender positions, it, it, the range of outcomes is much uh, narrower. If you had to use a tip, typical thing, we have obviously a slate uh, today with uh, PSG. Like, uh, like, like so, sometimes it's both. Right? You get uh, Messi, Neymar, Mbappe. Like, they're all over 10K, but uh, like, we have their medians at like 20, and uh, they could get to 20. With they get to 20 without a goal. I mean, like without a goal. And if they score, I mean, they put up ceilings that are unheard of in DFS soccer. I mean, Messi, Messi has had, I, I believe Messi once uh had a 78-point DK game or something. I mean, like something like four five four goals, three assists, you know. Eight uh, chances created. I mean, just it's, it's especially when they're huge favorites over something. Okay, going through the YouTube chat. Du, 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 du. Matt Noah says, Click the like, everybody. Click the like. It's free content. It's like taking off your shoes when you walk into someone's house. I'm in courtesy. That's right. Give me those stomach thumbs. Let's see. Du, 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 du. Let's see. Joe Marino, new to MME and need to find a process for for prioritizing late swaps. Well, obviously you can do it manually, but that's not all that effective. We have uh, a rebuild late swap entries manager in here where it, the most important thing is to download your entries from this link. Obviously it won't work now uh, when it'll go to the correct uh, your CSV. If you're logged in and everything and grab the new CSV. The thing is that on DraftKings, it, it, a DraftKings when a game is locked includes another column that signifies that uh, you can upload your previous entries. It just it, it won't show the locked players in here. So that a lot of people have have the problem that they put in their entries, DK entries.csv, that they originally had at like you know twelve fifty nine right before locked. and then they try to swap. It's so like the better thing is to just re-download it again. You could the link will take you directly there. It'll do it for you. And then you take that and then you upload and you, you, you click here, right? And you upload it there, right? And then it'll show you all of your lineups, all of the exposures, and then I'll have a little lock thing everywhere. So then you could go in and then change whatever you want. And there's, if you're having problems, just uh, a lot of times because like six, seven players are locked into, your, into certain lineups, you can, oh, I want to jam in all of this guy. It's like, well, salary-wise you can't fit, right? Like it still, it still uh, goes by your buildings and your groups and everything. So uh, when this does come up, there's going to be an option. If you're having trouble, it'll, it'll, there's a little checkbox that says like basically disable all of your settings. Like if you're having a hard time getting something in, but it's, it's trying to abide by all of your buildings while still doing this. So like, Oh, I'm going to take out, I want to take out X guy and put in another guy. Well, you may have one lineup where that guy is stacked with someone. And it's like, based on your rules, it's like, if you take out that guy and put in someone else, you're going to end up with a naked quarterback. And if you have no naked quarterbacks in your, as far as allowing in, in your build rules and your stacks rules, like it's going to, it's going to bork. It's going to, you know, the lineup HQ is going to not put that guy in that lineup, right? So you may see, it's like, oh, I want this guy in hundred percent of my lineups. And you, you, you do it. Let, let's just say I'm using an extreme, hundred percent. And you have 150 lineups and you say, oh, it's only giving me 88%. And then you try it again and it's only giving you 88%. And you're like, it's, it's messing up. It's like, no, the other 12%, it's just that player, if you remove it in there, but you know, maybe you have a a, a minimum salary. Cause sometimes if you'd go down you go, I'm going to go down from a 6,000 guy and get a $4,500 guy. And I don't care if I leave 1500 on the table. Well, it's not gonna be able to do it. If your builder will say that you have to spend at least 49,5 you know, 49, five or something. Right because now you're spending 485 in that lineup and your uh your build rules don't allow that so that's why you're not getting that guy there so you could go in before you do that and you, you could put it, you, you could change your build rules just so you allow for more flexibility but that checkbox that shows up gives you a one cl- instead of having to go to every single thing and go like let me relax there let me relax there let me relax there right because sometimes the number of unique players it's like I want five unique five unique players for lineup like, well, that's going to be pretty hard when there's only two slots left in each lineup and you want like 50% of one guy and 50% of the other guy. It's like, it can't possibly have five unique players between the lineups. So you may have to relax that a little in order to get exactly what you want. But like I said, on that page, when it does come up, there is a checkbox that basically says, please relax all of my buildings. Right, so you could do it just, and without having to reset that's one thing that it's like okay let me try resetting everything and then you see what works and then you can't get it back because you have to do it all manually right oh I, I i have 68 player groups and i had to delete them all in order to get 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 this all to work i had to hit the reset settings button it's like no we'll just hit the checkbox. we'll ignore all of your build rules to see if you now now you now put in your exposed now now see if you get what you want on all of these late swaps and then if you don't get what you want and you want to go through individually through your build rules and your, and your groups and everything, then you could just uncheck the box and then go through manually. So that, that helps you there. So I would suggest, obviously if you're a Rotogrinder pre, pre, a premium member, uh, you could get this. But this is especially like NBA. Like I'm, I'm using this every night in NBA, right? NBA, NBA is nuts. 8.30, this guy's out. Then nine o'clock, new starting lineup there. Oh, this guy may not play, right? All the time. So get, get, get used to it some and but like i said sometimes it's finicky but it's primarily finicky because of your build rules because of it, it's either for two reasons one it's because of your build rules and also because you didn't get the lock you didn't get the most updated version even like like an nba for instance like you, you may not you may not get this in nfl but in nba sometimes you know we have a game at seven thirty, a game at eight o'clock a game at eight thirty, a game at nine o'clock and then you're like uh you go to lake swap before the 730 game right it's it like for whatever reason because someone's in someone's out and it's 720 so you go you download the thing from draftkings right and, and you go and you put it through and then you upload it back again and it's and it's uh when you when you up when you upload it back it's 7 728 and then some people end up accidentally using the old csv and then trying to do that again and then get an error because right? it's your old lineups, it's not your new late swap lineups. So that's why you have to download download it again, right? Or you're making swaps at seven. Let's say you're making swaps at seven twenty, but you're not touching any of the seven thirty games anyway, right? So then you're like you're making changes for in the nine o'clock games, but then seven thirty passes, which means that game locks, and then you, you're still you're still using the file that you downloaded before seven thirty that doesn't include. Locked for the seven thirty game, which means that in this, it's, it may not come up. It may come up as unlocked, and then now drafting is going to give you an error because any players from that game, it'll it'll say, well, you can't edit that because the game already locked. So always make sure that you're that you're using the the most current for that slate a CSV based on the time. So like four oh five. I mean, we're so still NFL. We have a four oh five game and a four twenty five game, right? So if you're using the the CSV for for four oh five for let's say at 330 and then four or five passes and then now download it again because those two four or five games are going to be locked so click it on again and then do whatever you're going to do right so this just helps you because we some people have problems here uh and it gets and it gets finicky so and some people have uh, excessive builder rules excessive exposures, excessive everything and then you know, oh, I want to late swap 150 lineups. And it says it can't do any, right? It says zero of 150. You know, like, why Why isn't it doing it? All I'm doing is taking this guy out and moving that guy there. It's like, well, if you do that and you have a build rule that says you have to spend like all of your salary at 50,000, like, well, do the math. Like you're, you're switching out a guy that's cheaper. Like it can't give you any of those lineups, right? Most of the lineups that you're jamming in only have one slot of it. So if you go down from 6,300 to 6,000, that's a 49-7 lineup. And if you have, your, if you have your, your, your salary at 49, you know, eight to five, then it's going to say, nope, can't build it. Sorry. Zero of 150 or whatever. Only 15 out of 150? Like it's typically due to these types of things. But like I said, if you want to relax them all at once, there is an option for that. But still, you have to still develop a process for that. Right? They're just, don't, 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 Don't do what a lot of people do. And no, no offense to to some of the premium users. If you've never used lineup HQ before, learn how to use it before five minutes before lock. Okay. That's the experiment. Even with the late swap thing. If you you don't plan on late swapping, just after one o'clock when the game's locked, at 105, download the thing again and then go through it. Go and and see how it works right don't wait don't wait until 350 don't wait until 10 minutes before the 405 game is locked go let me make sure this works and i understand what to do that's the least you could do i personally would say that do that do that before like i screw around with it for a week before you even do it for real with, with you know real money entries same thing with lineup hq in general right if you, you spend when but what do you do on wednesday well, if you don't know how to use lineup HQ that well, spend, spend a few hours, right? Spend some time going, like, what does this do? What does that do? Let me see if I could build 20 lineups, 100 lineups the way that I want. What does this player group do? Well, let me, how do I put a player group together? How do I, you know, all those types of things. We have videos. So, so you could watch all the videos also, but doing it yourself. But a lot, a lot of times I see, I, I see in our, in our, in our Discord, like some, someone that I've never seen before or something, you know, new subscriber, or whatever, old one that is, you know, not active in Discord. they you know, like I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z in line of HQ and it's, it's 12.52. It's eight minutes before lock. And like, it's like, what, what, why, why, what, why, do you, why are you asking this now? I'm trying to get X and Y and then I'm playing, a, a, what group should I make here? And they screw up a group because of a conditional player and something. It's like, I'm getting all the Tyler Murray and nothing. Right. They they built a ton of groups, but sometimes, but let's say, let's say someone does this, like, like they'll, I'm just going to play. It's a Deontay Johnson. I'm going to put in the the wide receivers, right? They're going to do Deontay Johnson and uh, Juju and Claypool. Like, like they intended on it being, I don't want to play more than one of them in a lineup, but they accidentally click that button use exactly one play right they accidentally did and they have a ton of other groups right so this is group whatever out of like 20 30 something like that but they didn't realize they accidentally clicked the one right zero to one means just use at most of one right minimum zero maximum one okay so there can't be two in one lineup once you put it min one that means you're going to get in every single i'm building 100 lineups you're going to get at least one of these you're going to get one not two but every lineup, you're gonna look and why? Why is it jamming in uh, Jayante Johnson into 78 percent of my lineups? lineups? Lineup HQ is broken. Why is it doing it? There's a glitch. It's like no, it's it's user error, right? You have to go through every group and go. Did you you know in your head that this is you wanted zero of one, and this is giving you one of one? Now, if you were experienced in lineup HQ and you did this accidentally, like if I ended up doing it accidentally, I would understand it. That that's what that's what's happened because it's not like he even projects well. Right. Obviously, the best point per dollar values. You may get tons of them if you don't cap them. But a lower projected guy, I'll go. Why? why am I getting seventy eight percent? Deontay Johnson's like, oh yeah, I probably screwed up that group. Right. That's the only way that that could happen. So you go there and you you play like that. Or sometimes you accidentally do zero to two and you go, oh, well, I'm still seeing, I'm still seeing groups with the, uh, I'm still seeing uh, run it, the two of them together. And I made a group not to do that. It's like, and then you go back to the group and you go, oh, whoops, whoops, I accidentally did that. Or they use a conditional player wrong. Right? They go if if so and so is in the lineup, like brothless, I'm just using this for an example. Brothless burgers in the lineup, right? Use exactly one. And then even and then in your stack settings, you have Steelers as a double stack. Right. And then you end up because you say use exactly one of these three, you're going to get a ton of James Washington and Eric Ebron. Right, because it's because in your stack section, you set up a primary stack for the Steelers with a quarterback and two, you know, two wide receiver tight ends, right? Something like that. And then you didn't realize that you you left that you have to use one, only one min one, max one. Now, if you did one to two, then you'd be fine. Then you could get Roethlisberger plus two of these guys. But maybe you accidentally you didn't understand what the group meant. And now you go now now, now you're you you you're going in going uh, I don't understand why I'm getting Eric Ebron in 40% of my lines. It's like, yeah, because you said that you want double stacks of the Steelers. It can only give you one of the wide receivers. So who else is available? Washington, Ebron, some of the other Steelers. So a lot, a lot of the the lot, a lot of the the glitches, glitches to say, uh, is is user error. Definitely, because you're not experienced in using lineup HQ. And it's not that hard. It's not, it's not that hard. But troubleshooting that type of stuff, like the more experience you are using lineup HQ or any type of optimizer, it's much easier to figure out like, why, why is one thing happening? And why is one thing not happening? And, ha- and then how to prevent one thing from happening more than others. And that's where exposures and unique players and, and you know how those salaries work out together, like just visualizing all that, does help. Let's see. Go through the YouTube chat. Oh, boy. Uh, b- 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 hey, Blender, when you run your tournament lineups to see who is over owned, under owned, do you run it off the raw lineups or with your stack rules? Typically, with some type of stack rules, but like, probably not naked quarterbacks, but very limited correlation. Like, I'm not running it with, you know, 100% secondary stacks. That's not, that's the reason why I'm, I have to see who's over-owned and under is I, I have to build lineups that are similar to what the field is going to build. And yes, while a lot of sharp players will build three plus ones and one plus one secondary correlations, you know, stuff like that, uh, not the, 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 most of the field doesn't. Yeah, but they'll stack a quarterback with a the, with the pass catch, right? They'll at least do that. They may play some running back defense, right? So I'm like, I'm kind of setting up my stack rules for like, what was what the field going to do? And then obviously setting a cap on players, because obviously we're not going to get 95% owned Najee uh, Harris. No, maybe you cap him at 30. You cap some of these, you look at the projected ownership, and then you use your max on those, right? Whoever's the highest. And then you start seeing what, what, what do lineups look like? Matt and Noah says uh, soccer is my most profitable DFS sport. Same from me. Well, not that I think from long term, yes. There's just not, not enough money. You can't win. You you can't win hundred thousand dollars in soccer. Maybe during the World Cup, maybe. Like in one in one shot, like the like today's large field GPP is twenty k to first, but it's five k to second. I mean, it's a horrible payout structure. I, I primarily play cash games and the high dollar. Smaller field GPPs. But yeah, I, but I'll still make large field line. I'll, I'll, I'll hand build, uh, you know, five, 10 lineups for the large field. I, ho- I hope, uh, probably when NFL season's over or something during the off season, to get uh, uh, the development team to, to work on the, the, the soccer lineup of base Because soccer, they're, they're, there are correlations there that aren't similar to other sports. So we don't, we don't have, not, none that I see, none in the industry, have I seen uh, an optimizer that has proper uh, functionality for, for soccer? If if you're into correlated, correlated groups and stuff like that. Card fan, when aggregating projections, did you come up with a quick way to address the different defense naming conventions? Or are you manually adjusting every time? Late news on Sunday was a challenge. No, our, our uh, lineup HQ will match that for you. When you upload, when you upload here, like when you upload here, you go. You, you upload. The, I don't. I don't have anything for for this week, uh, right? It says projections upload name matching. Even right, our software will help you match names when they aren't an exact match. The defense is always matched correctly in, in in line of HQ. So it'll already show. It'll already give you a little pop up that says there. There were. There were. There were thirty two errors you know matching you know and matching whatever and it'll show like oh buffalo bills bills and with the little ch- little uh, radio dial and it'll already be checked so all the defenses end up you know you just go through that screen you don't even have to scroll you know that no matter where you're getting your defense you know the defense column from it's going to be line of HQ is going to be able to match it up it's those other players like i think like tyron johnson is that tyler johnson right? Like, like those, you may get one or two of those. A lot of times it doesn't happen on players that are worth the crap anyway. Right. It's like, is, is that Demi- Dante Harris or Demetrius Harris? If the naming convention is slightly off, but for the defenses, it will, I, I did it this past, this past uh, um, Sunday. Like when I aggregate, when I, you know, take projections from other sources and upload them here, like it just goes through that upload it. It'll say, ah, you got 132, whatever. Like so, some, some uh, around the industry, some, of, some of their projection files include all of the games, right? So they'll include the Sunday night game, the Monday night game, but obviously they're not in, in the current slates, you know, names and find everything. So you'll get like, oh, there's 378 errors and it's, trying it's, tr- and it's trying to match up guys from the Monday game to someone else. Right. And so you may have to go through a couple of those if you're doing it but most of the time it just it automatically says skip it there's a box that says skip this now and it's automatically checked so it'll, you'll see like oh you know like uh, uh in this past what slate with the rams the rams and the bears or whatever weren't on the slate so it's like matthew stafford skip you know cooper cup skip because it couldn't match anything because obviously they're not on the current slate yet they're still in that projections file but yeah but the defensive stuff it, it'll it'll automatically that it'll automatically do just Basically, you get that screen that comes up and then you click next and you click and submit and it'll do everything for you. Okay, let's see. Go into the YouTube chat. If you want to use a quarterback in a stack and or solo, how do you set that up in lineup HQ? Well, you just have another, another primary stack. So let's say you're playing, let's say whatever, you're playing whatever. Just, you're playing You know, quarterback with two pass catchers. But you also want to play a quarterback like, let's say, you know, Philadelphia, right? You want to play Jalen Hurts or Kyler Murray naked, but only those guys naked. We'll add another primary stack with zero, one, and nothing, right? And you don't apply it to all the teams. You just apply it to Arizona and you apply it to Philadelphia. And now obviously you just have to send a percentage in the rest of your lineups. Let's say you want to have a naked Jalen Hurts. Like you're building a hundred lineups. You want five, Hertz naked and five Murray naked. So there, that's 10%. So you do the math in your head. So if that's 10%, the other one would be 90%. So that's it'll it'll do exactly what you want. Quarterback with no from the same team and none from the maybe you want, maybe you want a run back, right? Maybe I want someone from the other side of the game. You could do that. Let's say you want ones that are are standalone and ones that are also with a run back. Well, then set up another primary. You can do this, set up another primary stack. I'm not saying this is the most efficient way of doing it, right? You go, oh, well, I also want naked quarterback and a run back from Arizona and Philadelphia. So how many of those types of lineups? Maybe, maybe you want you want 5% and 5% or something, something like that. Depending on how much you want. What, it, what it comes out? So that you could do it at the same time. By doing, by using these. Some people do it separately. I mean, you could do that. You could, some people, instead of trying to get it all in one build, basically go, Well, I want half of my lineups to look like this. And then they just build, you know, if they're building 100, 100 lineups, they go, Well, I'm going to build 50 like this. And then they change the brand and then they build 50 separately and they combine it together uh, in the save lineup section. If you want to do it that way, there's, mul- there's multiple ways to get a cat, right? Is that, sl- is that a stain? I believe that's a saying, right? Matt, no, uh, Messi with Liverpool stack money underpriced, and then play left back and right back for all the crosses. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think most people on today's soccer slate are going to play two PSG forwards. That's going to be that's going to be the construction. Me- I think it, more more Messi plus Neymar, Mbappe is going to be kind of the odd one out. But still, I think two PSG players. Are, that's the chalk way to build. If you're playing cash games, that's probably how you build it. We don't know if Kevin De is going to even play. But, I mean, Man City are as, almost as big of a favorite as against uh, RB Leipzig than uh, PSG against Club Bruges. But outside of that, then you have to find the cheap players. And I think uh, the, the cheap players are going to come from sporting wisdom, depending on how, they're, how they line up. Sporting Lisbon is just, I, I think they, I don't know what they did. They underpriced like everyone in sporting Lisbon. And probably you're playing the chalk build, will have one of the Liverpool fullbacks, most probably Robertson over TAA. It's hard to fit an $8,000 defender when you're playing two 10K plus forwards. But if you're doing anything else, if you're, if you like, that's why I said, if you're playing Mane and Salah, if you're playing Gabriel Jesus, if you're playing Riyad Mahrez, or depending on who starts for Man City, I mean, there's going to be so much ownership on on the on the PSG forwards. But rightfully so. It's it's rightfully so. It's most probably, I would say, arguably the greatest front three in the history of soccer, in the history of all soccer, including international soccer. To have Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe in the, the same front line. You're talking. To, you're talking about quite, quite possibly the greatest soccer player ever. Then paired along with maybe a top ten, at least if not five ever. And then Mbappe, who maybe ten years from now will say that he's one of the top five ever, right? In this, in the same front line for Paris Saint Germain. And, and they have a three and a half, three and a three quarter total. They're a minus five hundred favorite on the road. So if they were home, they were like minus twelve hundred or something. But that's gonna that's gonna be the try. If PSG only score one or two goals, then you could win the slate elsewhere. Or you or you try to take the PSG guys. That I mean, it's kind of hard to say that. Oh, PSG scores four goals and none of them have any. I mean, like that. It's it's almost impossible to, to, for that, for that to happen. Center back goals, I guess. Uh, Genie maybe out of the midfield. I mean, you could. That's kind of that's kind of the chalk way to play uh, the Champions League slate that's coming. up. Okay, let's go through some more questions in the YouTube chat. Uh, Joe Marino, if I'm looking to build different lineups for different size contests, is there a way in Lineup HQ to save build rules and exposures for one contest, then create another set of build rules exposures? Now you really you can't save sets of those. You can save a default though. So one a hack around for that is that uh, uh, if we look here in in builder rules, you see down here, you could set defaults, right? So defaults means like what it starts out with. Like a new slate gets built, and you know it automatically starts with you know you're building 150 liners with three uniques and whatever is on this screen. If you click update at DK NFL defaults and it's per site. So you'd have to do this for FanDuel. You have to do it for Yahoo. So you can update it. So for instance, let's say uh, my default for for whatever, whatever it is it. NFL, let's say is 150, two, you know, just bare basic. But I spend at least 49, right? And I said, update. And then there you go. DraftKings NFL defaults were saved for this browser. Okay. So now if I go and let's say I'm going to change a bunch of stuff, I'm changing this, I'm changing that. I'm doing whatever. I mean, I'm setting, setting numbers here. I'm doing 80, whatever. I mean, obviously I'm just making up numbers. 80 to one I'm doing max stuff. This the quarterback range of outcomes is who knows the max exposure down here. You know, I'm doing all this type of stuff. Right. And this is like, okay, now I'm going to build, you know, you got everything right. Now you're building lines. Right. And it's like, okay, now I want, like what you want to do is, Different lineups, a different site. You want to have different types of be able to save some of this? Well, you did it for this one thing and then you go, okay, reset DK NFL defaults. Dha, and now there you go. No, no, it didn't work. It should have. Do I have a reload? Do, do, do. Nope, it didn't. Reset. Okay, reset it. Okay, so you have to reset all your NFL settings. You go like that, and it should go back to way the way it was with your defaults. As it reloads, that's what it should do at least. (laughs)
0: Okay, let's go. Reset.
1: Go back. Build rules. Yep, right back to where you set it, right? 495 152. So if you want to do it that way. So it's like if you know your this is your settings for your large field build and then you can you save it so at least you can go back to it. You could. Okay. Anything else? Flagrant foul are all your lineups closely correlated, which is spelled wrong based off of one main lineup. No. Pierre Dota, just out of curiosity, how do you spend your NFL game day after lock? Do you watch live games, red zone, or are you completely data driven and keep a track of the green dots on DK or both? Depends on the sport. I watch. I watch red zone just—it's entertainment. What else am I doing, right? Uh, if, if I'm building uh, afternoon-only stuff, like worst-case scenario, I got red zone on while I'm working on my computer, right? Anyway, right. So I mean, I I, I could pull it up on my. I have three screens here. Right and the Island Games, right showdowns and stuff. Like what? What else am I? Doing? If I wasn't watching the game, I'd be like watching Netflix or something. So that's not a big like. Basketball is one of them that I don't watch. Like basketball, baseball every once in a while. Like I'll I'll put, I'll put on the early games. Like at seven o'clock, oh, the game is locked. Okay, let's see what's going on early. But outside of that, typically you know the late games, I'm I'm not even paying I'm not even paying attention. To. Maybe I'll check in with the at, at bat MLB at bat app. Every once in a while. Oh, Blue Jays put up eight runs. Oh, okay. That's nice. Right. I have a bunch of them. that type of thing. But after lock, I'm, I'm worried more about late swaps. Obviously in NBA, that's why I don't watch NBA. I don't know how you could watch NBA. Like I'm too busy. I, I don't know what's going on. I'd rather watch the play-by-play of anything, the text play-by-play. Cause this NBA, you know, you're, you're at your computer from seven o'clock Eastern to whenever the late to 10, 1030, because there's always late swaps to make. Oh, something's always possibly going to happen. And if I'm not at my computer, I'm near it. I mean, I'm, I'm in the living room on the couch watching something else. I'll get a notification from RG. Oh, it's not Kawhi Leonard sitting. Then I have to go back into my office and, okay, let's see, what are the what are the swaps or anything? But, but uh, the only time I wouldn't watch like Red Zone is like, obviously, if I'm building tons of lineups for the afternoon slate, obviously the showdown stuff. Like I typically am not typically I'm not at 6:50. you know, when inactives come out for the late, the Sunday night showdown, whatever, like I, I'm not even paying attention to red zone or anything. It may be on my computer, maybe, but I'm more concerned about building lineups for that night's showdown. Slot, whatever, whatever slate I'm working on or whatever. That's how most people, I mean, I, 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 I watched, I watched the games more than, than, than most, than most sharper players. Right. A lot of, a lot of the, the guys in the top, you know, 20 on Roto-Grinders, top 25, don't watch any of the games ever at all. Sometimes you'll, you'll go to live finals and, you know, they have all the screens with all the games and have to have the people there, you know, once lock hits, they're not even, they, they're, they're eating somewhere else. They're out doing, so, I mean, they're not even watching the games at all. Because what what decisions you have to make anymore, it's done. All you're doing is watching the slot machine, you know, come out with the, whatever it comes out with. uh oh. hard fan said when it are you talking about the defenses thing it matched for me i don't know i use multiple projection sources and it matched them all so i don't know i don't i don't know it obviously depends on the csv that you're using and what projections you're it's coming i don't know you may have to go into the csv and change a change a, a header or something i don't know all I know is that it's it, it's worked for, it, it's it's matched up all the defenses in every projection set that I've uploaded. So that's that's all I know. The best thing to do is when it happens, go into the LHQ line of HQ help channel in Discord and show like a, you know a, a, a screenshot or something, and then someone could help you. But for the moment, for, in my experience, I can only go by mine. I if I can't reproduce the problem, then I don't know how I could solve it. Oh, let's see. Edward Brown. Messi Mbappe and Neymar each need multiple goals to pay up their prices. So wait, wait until <laughs> no, they don't. They need, one goal. These guys could get 15 points. Per, we've had we've had Neymar games where Neymar puts up 26 points without a goal. Right? Eight eight fouls drawn, 14 crosses, six chances created, five shots. Three on goal, like, and, and he's like, "Oh, he's twenty-six points, <laughs> no assist even, right? Just no goals, no assist, twenty-six points. So, no, no, these guys could these guys could get there. The goal that <laughs> helps. I mean, obviously, goals help them even more, but it's also a six-game slate. It's other, you know, Salah, Mane, Jota for for Liverpool. We got the Man City front line. I mean, there's going to be goals. There's most likely going to be goals between the six games that." If, if Messi and Neymar put up 20 points each, like that's beatable, but it's still like it's still 20 points. You st- If you're still getting 20 points, like, like that's not going to hurt you. Right. You're not going to not win a GPP with Messi in your lineup. That's why I think the, the, uh, the contra- that the large field build is you just play one or play all three. Just one, one of the two, I think all three, I think people will try to jam in all three. I think I'm more, more likely in GPP to play one or obviously none and just find the one that, that puts up the most points, right? You play Messi only, you play Mbappe only, you play Neymar only and hope that, you know, Neymar has 38 points and Messi's sitting there with 12 and Mbappe's sitting there with eight. And it's like, just like, oh, they scored three goals and it was all through Neymar. Neymar has two goals. And he also has an assist to, you know, a Genie naldum goal or some center back goal on a set piece. And then there you go. And that's it. And you get that one. Okay. NFL DFS is the hardest GPP sport for me. I make, I'm making correlated lineups for just the wrong pass catches. Yeah, that's, that's the variance, right? I mean, I did the same thing. Right, you go. You go. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna build I'm gonna build a lineup for the spy or something, and I'm gonna play Joe Mixon, and uh, and who do I, I I'm gonna play a, a Vikings receiver? I'm gonna play Justin Jefferson, and then it turns out Adam Adam Thielen is the one with two touchdowns. Right? And you go. Okay, I'm gonna play Seattle. Right? Russell Wilson and 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 then you have to choose between Metcalf and Lockett. Right? You choose Metcalf. He did okay, but Lockett did way better. It's like ah, I got that wrong. And then you play Michael Pittman and Zach Pascal with two touchdowns, right? Like that, that's the variance of NFL. You can't just say, you know, just, I'm going to take everyone. That's why a lot of people multi-enter so they could have multiple combinations. Right? So if I'm, if if I'm playing 20 lineups, I'm going to play Russell Wilson Lockett lineups. I'm also going to play Russell Wilson Metcalf lineups. I'm going to play Russell Wilson Metcalf Pittman, Russell Woodcalf. Uh, you know, Lockett and Pascal, I'm going to make make very similar, you know, 2v2, 3v3 type of combinations like that. Just so I don't have to be, I don't have to guess. Obviously, if I'm building one lineup, I have to make a choice, right? This past, uh, this past Sunday, my choice was more on the Metcalf side than Lockett. So if I was making one lineup like that, I would have had Metcalf. And he, he still got, what, 18 points or something? But uh, Lockett had, what, 29 or whatever, whatever he had. And more. Oh well, that them them's the breaks. Welcome, welcome to DFS. That's that's what it is. I mean, that's, that's you could be off by this much, and that could be the difference between coming in uh, 12th place and coming in second place, right? Coming in first place. That's it. Just the very which which one which one of two good guys has a slightly better game, right? That's it. That's it. But that that's what DFS is, and that's what I talk about here. Right, I answer your DFS strategy questions tomorrow. Maybe we'll look at the the showdown. It's a horrible game tomorrow. What Giants? Giants to Washington tomorrow. Maybe look at that. Uh, we'll, we'll take a, maybe we'll get some initial ownership for the Sunday slate for NFL. And then, as always, uh, answer your questions about the tools, about the, about DFS strategy. Anything. I mean, it's guided by you. I know a lot of people listen to the podcast. I'm waving. If you can't hear me, I'm waving to the podcast people. Feel free to subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, the DFS pregame show, uh, rate and review on iTunes. Uh, but it's got it's got to by you in the YouTube chat. So you could always come by at eleven o'clock in the morning, Monday through Friday for the DFS pregame show on RotoGrinders.com.